welcome to the Meta Perch Podcast. My name is Keely Meta. I am your host and I am not just excited, but I'm grateful that you're here with me today. Today we are sponsored by me, bitch. We are sponsored by me. So if you are interested in amazing, wonderful affirmations on your body, just radiating out into the world for you to be reminded of your beauty and your power, go to keelymeta.com slash store. I have personally designed every single (laughs) item at this store. You can also purchase your Chaotic Alchemy Oracle decks through the store as well as membership bundles and one-off sessions. If you're interested in subconscious exploration, holy crap, there's a lot there and, um, Beyond everything, we would just appreciate if you shared anything here, whether it's the Instagram, the store, the whatever, because we are growing a community of amazing individuals doing things for themselves. And without further ado, I mean, we're doing that for this episode. That's what we're doing. So (laughs) I don't have any notes for this episode. I don't have anything. Usually I have like a page or two up on my laptop just essentially kind of keeping me on track and uh, I don't today I don't have anything I haven't even prepped (laughs) what I was thinking about really and I'll I'll tell you why because I am a proponent I'm a believer of conscious flow (laughs) if I like if you talk to me in ever in ever in life you will know that I I'm really hard to get at my words like I, I'm very like I I can't speak I can't tell a story it's like a big joke with me and my stepdad because he, I, like I'll start telling him a story and then I'll go off in like 12 different directions and he'll be like Keely you are the wor-. he's the sweetest person on the planet so like the the kindest most whatever I love him to death and he's like Keely you are the worst at telling stories I'm like I just fucking followed be like 45 minutes later we haven't even gotten to like the punchline so I very much believe in (laughs) streams of consciousness and downloading whatever and uh, all of that because I wouldn't have a podcast that I do all in one take if that were not the case if I like we wouldn't have artists that create amazing work and I'm not even putting myself on that level it's just a different kind of flow of consciousness but we wouldn't have amazing wonderful art that just kind of came together by musical artists unless that were the case Um, and so I have been prepping and trying to figure out what not even just this week the last month couple months six months eight months like I have episodes with amazing guests that I have recorded for forever and it's just never energetically it's never been like put it out and I was gonna put one out this week and I could not find it um one of the most amazing talented people that I hope I can I can have you personally experience their energy but I I found it or I couldn't find it anywhere like I was like where is this person's interview could not find it anywhere and then I recorded an entire episode um, I think I said this on my last episode but I an entire episode very like passionate just like this that me talking and then I realized that it probably would not be in the best interest of 
not myself, but other people for me to post the episode. And um, so everything's kind of pointing me into just speaking from here now. Everything in in my world in the United States is shifting hour by hour, not day by day or week by week or month by month. It's so fast. And I could talk about, I mean, I'll, t- I'll talk about some of um, how I feel about things, but what I'm noticing is things are moving so fast that we are constantly in the United States. And this is not going to be a heavy episode, but I'm just going to puke this out real quick. We're constantly being surrounded with really traumatic things that are happening that we are kind of constantly in this like experiencing something or hearing news of something that is traumatic and then kind of having to wash it off and wipe it away and then just keep moving forward um, all while trying to exist in a structure that is so heavily about goals and achieving and being the next big thing and um, accomplishing so much all the while we're paralyzed by you know the things around us that keep us kind of numb and um, I'm just I, I think right now like everything is so raw and and vocalized and seen like uh, with the internet like everything is seen things and atrocities have always been happening however we're seeing all of it and we can't turn away you know we go to our email and you know, go on social media for five seconds and there's another report of something or you know what I'm saying? So we're being inundated with everything while also being told that if we are not doing everything on top, like meaning we are five TED Talks deep by age 27, like we're fucked. (laughs) And so I'm just having a really hard time with this myself and I know my clients are and not feeling like they're adequate or good enough or whatever um, and then beating themselves up for the good things that they are doing because it's just it's not seen or published or posted somewhere so so you know I got a lot of energy and like I said no notes but a lot of heart and a lot of needing to just talk to you and talk with you and bounce energetically kind of my thoughts off of your heart and hopefully if this resonates it resonates I I I really hope it does. <sighs> Lots of talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's where we're at right now. Uh, the other day, the other day, um, my area and where I live in Arizona, like six minutes, five or six minutes down the road, there was a shooting at a park, uh, McDonald's, whatever. Back home where I'm from in Minnesota, there was a shooting at the, um, what is it called? fuck it's like um the state fair that's what it is there's a shooting there and then I found out like you know the town the city down from where my dad lives there's shootings but the shootings are all the time it's he just he just works there it's normal right and so I'm like there's just so much <laughs> chaos and I'm, I'm the bottom of the barrel because I'm very I'm safe right I didn't go to McDonald's that day I'm okay but I feel like just hearing and feeling and experiencing all this trauma and like the need for us as humans to process that trauma and to calm down and to um, reacquaint ourselves to how traumatic those things are in this kind of personal experience of trauma but also collective because you can not believe in spiritual anything and understand that collectively as a whole as a if you're from the United States or kind of are observing the United States witnessing kind of what's happening right now 
there is a collective consensus of trauma and this just is what it is um and a lot of people are being desensitized blah blah blah, 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 blah. i can go into it you know like you know if i'm talking right now and you're listening you understand um so in this in this season of my world i and i think the last year i went from and and if you are part of the chaos crew you came from tiktok tiktok over you know a year ago i was running six hour lives live events um where i was like constantly greeting meaning like having exchanges of energy and being really heavy duty and doing it every single day and being like six hours on a live event doing energetic exchanges and i was fine i was like vibing and we were like hanging out and it was like the best thing in the world it was amazing and coming from a background of basically when i was 18 like handling a, a million dollar multi-million dollar store um by default <laughs> and then kind of letting my schoolwork go to the wayside because i was then essentially kind of thrust into being a store manager um, of a, a business and then continuing that path while doing all of my studies um, meaning like all of my spiritual work my schooling which was an hour and a half away <laughs> um, three times a week my schooling my um, yoga training meaning like uh, all the fitness training that I had done all the personal studies you know handling all of it like I was a hustle magnet like I was someone that was like not even just like externally motivated but internally motivated to do the best I could and be the best and I after you know being in that TikTok space and running those lives and kicking up you know being so excited that I got 200 followers in a live which I haven't gotten 200 followers on my TikTok and like fucking since since the land before time like and it's totally fine it's like it's just slow and I'm just being intentional um but I like at a certain point last year I was like I'm fucking done like I'm I just something in me was like I don't want to do this I don't want to do this I don't want to do this and it wasn't because I didn't enjoy it like if I ever went on live if I went on live tonight I would feel oh so much connection and so much love but like I think all of those years of me just running my engine and then essentially kind of turning out to like only every couple of years would I see like I would sow the fucking fruits of my success or whatever whether it was a promotion or a raise or whatever like it was hard or like you know there would be a slight movement in my personal business because I also had a personal business where I was doing you know spiritual uh, products and things at the same time so I, I think I just like my my tires went out and I was just so tired and I had only known like hustling for paycheck to paycheck. I didn't listen, dude. I didn't have it shows a difference in like the way people are raised, I guess. Because like all of that, I was working also a regular job. I was a part time manager. Like there was just so many things I was doing at one time. And I think I hadn't known anything more than like, okay, we're going to pay for food this week and pay for utility bills and then, you know, we're going to pace ourselves with food um, until the next, you know, two weeks from now I get a $600 paycheck to 
handle the rest of my bills and you know so I hadn't known anything that was beyond my own life I didn't grow up rich my friends that grew up rich okay this sounds fucked up but some of them like pretended they weren't like and they kind of like you know Jasmine style from Aladdin kind of like oh I want to be among the street rats now I was a street rat like, so to speak, I grew up with, like, my mom hustling, like, multiple jo- jobs, oftentimes at once, um, handling the business, and then my dad, who lived far away, you know, an immigrant from Palestine, um, you know, working 20 out of 24 hours a day, like, I-, I didn't grow up with cool stuff or whatever, and that's just, I'm, I'm glad that I grew up like that. Now, as I grow up, I have friends that are, grew up more affluent me- than me, <laughs> and in turn, Um, have more uh, materially enriched lives now I'm seeing that for the first time now I'm 29 years old and I haven't seen any of that (laughs) I mean like I so I'm saying like in my consciousness as a younger adult maybe 22 23 24 25 26 (laughs) I didn't even know that the 27 28 (laughs) didn't really know that that existed therefore it just I didn't know that people lived other ways um and so I I love all my friends are my friends because for a reason I have been very selective (laughs) in my friendships and with my time especially in the last couple of years just to make sure that I'm um I have people in my life that are speaking uh walking their talk not necessarily like oh they're a hustler they're a badass but it's more so um they have a moral compass and they walk it rather than speak it so I've been very selective in that especially the last couple of years and just making sure that the people around me are you know kind and supportive not only to themselves or their immediate friends or family but also just in general just kind and sweet and um, expressive and creative and you know whatever it's just it is what it is so I think I um personally didn't know that there were other ways of life out there and I had been very very programmed here's my um, hypnosis stuff but I had been very very programmed by both my father my mother and uh, my genetic line of poverty (laughs) to know that the only way to do things were to punch in and punch out out now one side of my family said do that whether you're happy or not the other side being being my mom said she always used to say like if you're even if you're like a garbage truck worker be the happiest garbage truck worker that you can but that was the mentality like and that was fine that was like that was beautiful that was I, I still keep that in my heart now but garbage truck worker like that was and and but that is a nine to five not that there's anything wrong with the job itself but that's a nine to five existing to punch in and punch out right and so I think this um attainable um entrepreneurial whatever meaning like anyone can kind of formulate a a business um wasn't necessarily a thing so much 30 years ago I mean I'm talking from the internet like anyone could have formed a business but there's just different qualifications now as in comparison to like for instance when my dad came here right first off (laughs) when my dad came here like credit scores were hardly a thing I don't know whatever I don't want to get into economics or anything like (laughs) I, I saw this meme yesterday that was like 
um, millennials and Gen Z, whatever, trying to get houses for, you know, 1.5 million for a three bed, two bath. And it's like, meanwhile, our parents are sitting in, <laughs> like in the 80s, like our parents were sitting in, um, you know, a house that they bought for twelve ninety nine, like, you know, $12.99, just shit like that, where it's like, yeah, things are different. So I think in this country in particular, in the United States, we're in this kind of space of kind of being tired of it, <laughs> kind of being sick of it. And I'm, I'm going to give big props to the younger generations, um, for not really caring <laughs> for truly for not giving a fuck. Um, and being like, listen, I'm going to do whatever. Obviously we all, not all of us, but just my, ass. um, but many of us had, have seen the thing on quiet quitting where it's essentially like people that are younger it's like a lot of criticism from older generations saying like people who are younger are essentially giving up on like wanting to move up in businesses because they don't get paid enough and it's kind of said with like the sarcastic tone like undertone where it's like we don't care enough about our day-to-day nine-to-five jobs to go above and beyond and oh I didn't know this was going to turn into, um, I'm 17 minutes into bitching, so I'll I'll get to the good stuff, but this is a very long introduction. Um, This quiet quitting where it's like people are getting upset that people aren't putting in 55 hours when they were told and agreed to and signed a contract to 40, you know? And I think for so long, um, at least I I say so long because it feels like every single day it's been this struggle personally for me to do all the output and be this badass bitch that has three jobs and does more studies and all these amazing things and leads other people. But like my capacity is I can do a couple mentorship sessions in a day and then I'm like, what the fuck am I like? And then my brain is like, okay, that's it. Rather than a bunch of sessions, like if you look at my schedule from this time last year, I was like, not this time last year, maybe before, um, but nonetheless, early, I would say early summer last year and before, I was like just bucked. And then, like I said, I was doing six hour lives on top of personal sessions. And so I was so fucking tired, bro. I was so fucking tired. Like, energetically not mentally I was like stimulated I was like let's keep going I'm so happy let's do more um and that's all of my energy work is like that right so like just straight up like all my energy work or any exchange whatever but like it was depleting my my whole that's what she said (laughs) um but it was depleting me as a whole and so I'm sitting here in 2022 the back end of 2022 um, and I'm kind of like, I have a big question mark, mock, question mark on, um, the top of my head or on my forehead, just being like, okay, this is kind of whack, right? This is kind of silly. Like us pushing so hard and depleting ourselves to what, like fit into a particular model. I'm not trying to go like right now in this moment, I'm not trying to be like, I want everything to just be like simple and easy. Like perseverance is important. Dedication is important. Um, You know, working hard is important, but important for yourself. It's 
it's important to understand that you can achieve anything, but not give your right arm and your right leg to um, a structure where someone has just already is born into or inherited or got a loan for $100,000 or a million dollars or whatever, because I know that that exists now. I know that that exists. <laughs> I, I didn't know that that existed before. Oop. Sorry, we're moving around. Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm like waving my hands around and I, I just clip my shit. But anyway, yeah. So I know that that exists. I know that kind of wealth exists and I didn't know it as a kid. I didn't know it as a, um, a poor adult. I didn't know it as like someone that was just trying to like make ends meet, but happily making ends meet because I knew that that's what I had to do to maybe get that promotion. And I did get the promotion and I hardly made any more money. You know, you know, <laughs> you know that I worked and all year at the businesses that I worked at in order to possibly, possibly, and this is the structure that kind of was copied and pasted in my field, right? Possibly get a 10 cent raise, 10 cent raise per hour, 10 cents. I worked and it was performance based and most people didn't even get the 10 cents that people get like five cents or seven cents because it was based on like a four point scale type of thing. So it's like, okay, you got a, you got a three out of four. Four is like perfect. You essentially like moved mountains and, you know, uh, stayed after for two hours every day, you know? So most people get like a three or whatever and then you'd get like 70% of the raise amount or whatever just I'm just giving you an example most people didn't even get that though so I'm saying like most people got like a, a five cent raise and holy shit dude holy shit do you know how much time we are worth like I'm just I'm not trying to go into this big like active rebellion but I'm understanding that my soul is tired from being so much like it's so many hats for for what like I don't know so that goes into hi Cassie my baby's gonna know hi mama that goes into me just kind of questioning like a lot <laughs> and I don't want to say like I'm anti-work I'm not I'm not anti um, pushing forward and progressing and I'm like I said perseverance is one of the most important traits I think um, but not for other people <laughs> like perseverance should be you to you you looking in the mirror and saying okay so mentally I don't feel like I can get through this project or mentally I don't feel like I'm good enough to go to the gym or I'm mentally I don't feel like I'm I can re I can learn pick up learning Portuguese or whatever right and so you should be able to look in the mirror and say okay so with the tools that I have or with the understanding that my subconscious mind rules 90% of my being I am going to do as much as I possibly can or consult with the people that have what I don't have in order to move through this hurdle in my life because this hurdle in my life not only affects my work life but also affects my mental life and also my spiritual life very much so so if you um move into this asceticism is that how I don't know how to pronounce this word but it's essentially um saying that every single thing is not like every material thing is not worth it and it's just this mentality that some spiritual 
disciplines go to where it's like I'm just going to withdraw from the world and go into the forest and not exist well that's great that's amazing um but the world exists the material world exists and it is connected to your mental and your uh physical it's connected and spiritual connected to everything so if you withdraw yourself and I'm not saying going out into the forest equals that right but I'm saying going out into the forest and turning off your cell phone and um you know, removing yourself from the world that you exist in, that you're also mentally and spiritually detaching from, <laughs> from whatever, whatever, you know, um, it's very much connected to like a cognitive dissonance or spiritual bypassing or whatever, right? It's very much like I'm going to remove myself from that, whatever. So like my question to you <laughs> is what is the fucking solution? What's the solution? Because Obviously, we have these systems in this country, and I'm not like a big, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so I'm not going to go down that route. So if you're going to be like, mm, yes, the lizard people, no, okay, great. <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy that that's the world and the existence that you feel really comfortable in. However, I don't subscribe to it, so I'm, I'm not going to play with that. Um, but let's be honest, like the government and uh, whatever, I am going into this like hippy-dippy talk, man, but like... The powers that be are not necessarily for you or myself, per se, right? Especially if we're in a particular type of tax bracket or it's reflected that we work for our money and we really, really depend on the money that we work for, not just like that we have, you know, or have inherited or whatever, which isn't bad. It's not bad. This isn't a wrong way to be. It's just we have to think about it now the purpose that I wanted to sit down and talk was for the purpose of leadership. Leadership obviously is reflected in government structures, in celebrity culture, in all of these really powerful moving things. But leadership truly to the core, I feel like we're pulling now that we know that everyone kind of has influence, we're pulling towards leadership positions. Not everyone, but people are moving in structures that are giving community more leadership. Um, community being like, you know, someone you follow on uh, social, I'm giving my own personal example, right? Someone you follow on social media that you really resonate with and you want to support the community. Um, leadership can also show up like, you know, there's a yoga teacher in your community that wants to bring people together for a potluck, right? It could also be a hairdresser that wants some support from the immediate community in building their business. <laughs> Whatever the fuck whatever the fuck we got going on there's opportunity for leadership in a very very broad way that has never existed before because of the internet <laughs> frankly so i think one of the most important things is to understand like in this season in this moment in time are you feeling really comfortable being and there isn't a right answer i'm, I'm this episode is on leadership and i bitch for a half hour right but i'm not it, <sighs> I don't want you to think I'm just like pinning you in a corner to make you feel like you are the latter of what I'm about to kind of lay out, right? So either you are someone that is in a position right now to really support, um, to be, to um, attend events of someone that is representing a group of people, whether it's being empathetic, being nurturing, being motherly, being supportive. Um, I, I think that's a really, really important piece of this whole giving power to ourselves, but also leadership. Um, 
and know if you're person A, which person A is, you know, the supportive type, the person to call other people, um, the person that may be an introvert but wants to make a change, wants to make a difference, um, and figure out if you're person A, right? Maybe you don't want to be in the spotlight, but you want to be at the event. You want to um, help other people when they feel confused or you just ha have always had a really nurturing way about you but you don't care about <laughs> speaking public speaking or um being the focal point right which are absolute that's going to be the majority of people like you can look inside of you and say like i would love to be the focal point or whatever i would love but like also analyze that too <laughs> like is it because you feel like you are just need that that attention <laughs> um, because that's also something to pay attention to right so if you're person a where you are super supportive and you want it or you are wanting to connect with like-minded people or you want to um, be a part of a group where we can hold hands and we can share and we can think of ideas or we can be creative together or we can help take care of each other's kids or whatever I'm not <laughs> I'm just saying there's a person a now what is I feel like a misconception misconception is person B the latter in which I was referring um, the leader this is the pack leader this is the person that is going to step up on the podium this is the person that is going to be the face of a lot of things they're going to speak on behalf of, of the community and a leader is really I think once you see a leader and actually they're really easy to pinpoint <laughs> um, there's a lot of actions in which like leaders have to get to that leadership position there's very little like fucking Beyonce um, that came out the gate like a leader like if you look at old videos of her she was running the show when she was like fucking 12 years old I think it's a lot less common to just have a leader be born but there's a leadership aspect in all of us um, all of us, I say all of us, all of us leaders, right, um, that want to lead the circle, that want to initiate the conversations that feel guided to move or feel guided to teach or feel guided to whatever. Not everyone's going to be this person. There is nothing wrong with it. But in the country that we live in, like there is this idea that everyone needs to be this alpha. Everyone needs to be this leader. Everyone needs to be the person that moves people. But that's just unrealistic. And that makes people who are in the a category right that I just spoke of feel inadequate now not everyone's ready to be a type a, a B person that the second the latter that I was speaking of right now everyone's prepared or ready to do that what it requires what that requires fuck it requires vulnerability it, it requires looking at yourself and and monitoring your ego because a lot of it can be uh, the desire to be in the front is is from an ego perspective is from a perspective where you're trying to prove other people wrong and then you kind of throw imbalance into the position of leader or you're projecting something that someone else has told you because you think it's supposed to be done so there's a lot of vulnerability that happens with leadership right um but then on the other side you've got these more introverted people that are numbers wise much larger than the leaders but we how are we supposed to like how are we supposed to formulate community how are we supposed to do any of those things if we don't have supporters 
and we don't have representatives. Like, we need both of them. And there's going to be nine to one. It's going to be the supporters in the group. And the supporters also have to understand that there is probably a guilt aspect inside of them somewhere deep down that tells them they should be the person out in the front on the podium speaking. And I'm not saying just everyone is a political whatever. I'll get to, uh, possibly I'll get to um, what can be like formulated as community um but there's probably an an element of shyness when it comes to being like hey do you know anyone that is um you know teaching a you know how to make lasagna class somewhere right asking the questions there's kind of this like oh i should be the one teaching the lasagna class i don't know fucking whatever you know what i'm saying because of the culture that we live in in the in the conditioning that everyone needs to be Tony Robbins and not everyone is Tony Robbins there are far more people at Tony Robbins shows um, or whatever empowering each other and working with each other and then also understand that at Tony Robbins shows if you're not familiar who Tony Robbins is a quick google is really easy and (laughs) will answer everything whatever um but then understand that Tony Robbins is Tony Robbins, but then he has all of these like subcategories of leaders that also work in his in his uh, trainings and stuff. So <laughs> we all think that we have to be Tony Robbins, and most of the time, you know, we are community leaders, or we are family leaders, or we are friendship leaders, or we are worship leaders, or we are online community leaders or supporters. We are part of those communities. We're part of our family. We're part of our friend group. We are part of our socioeconomic group. We are part of our creative groups. We are, um, you know, we all go back home um, in the United States for things like uh, Thanksgiving, or maybe we have them at home, but we have these gatherings or it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or, you know, Ramadan or whatever the hell we've got going on, right? And we come back to our family's homes and we see that there is vastly different ideals and maybe you're trying to bring empathy into your family but and you've taken on even as an introvert you've maybe taken on the leadership role in your family in terms of making them see more (laughs) um uh morally sound or whatever maybe in in the home you hold a role of the leader but in a social setting you hold the leader uh the the role of a follower you hold the role of a supporter um and i think understanding these things are really important (laughs) because that gets us down to the brass tacks of like what what really resonates in my heart or versus you know uh, the other side that's like i have to um pretend like i am achieving all i'm a i'm a dentist with my phd in clinical psychology or some shit like that like it's like you've got 14 trades when like really you just you're a really amazing supportive person and maybe at the end of the day you can feel really proud about that rather than feeling in competition with every fucking person that exists but we have to kind of unwind from that we also have to take responsibility for our own personal um communities <laughs> i've said this before dude i have said this before but i have i'm a yoga teacher and i even before i was certified in my 200 hour uh, yoga um like the typical yoga hatha yoga whatever um i was certified in several fitness modalities like i was doing fitness before i was just doing yoga or whatever and um one of the fitness modalities was a type of aerobic 
I want to say aerobic yoga, but it's like not really yoga. It's like aerobic dance or whatever. And I just had like dynamic um, yoga poses or whatever. And I've worked with, and I'm, I'm going to go into this and then I'll, I'll, I'll back out real quick because it's just like a drop. Um, so I used to teach primarily white um, women uh, this this fitness form and I saw a particular like I saw the community and I, I interacted with the community and coming from primarily white slash Mexican um, culturally or whatever in my town I saw a lot of you know what I saw um, when I would teach now going to the other side and um, also working with primarily POC <clears throat> and black individuals while I was also doing that work years later it it provided two very different experiences now I am half I am happy I am half white half Palestinian <clears throat> so while I look Palestinian I can I can sure as hell put my Ashley on and I always <laughs> I did growing up I put my Ashley on I, I grow up like if you were to hear me you would have no idea that I was Palestinian if I was at a white um primarily white event it was like whatever I try to hide my stuff whatever so I could blend in pretty freaking well although as as my adulthood is kind of um leading me in the journey like I'm embracing a lot of other parts of myself which is beautiful and amazing and uh, whatever so I can lightly pass as not white I don't think I can pass for white because this nose and this eyebrow this no it's not gonna work these hips no um but I can pass where where someone that is white would be like oh she's you know whatever whatever I, I accept that she is white passing or whatever um and so seeing that like knowing 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 uh, primarily the communities um and this is a blanket statement for either side but i know that someone that is from the poc and or black side would not be able to reach the audience on the white side the same way we feel really comfortable with people or cultures or backgrounds that we are familiar with or that we um have spent time with enough time with and on top of that, it is, <laughs> um, th that's just truthful. Like if I lived in, I don't know enough about Vietnamese culture to feel comfortable with a Vietnamese family telling me, you know, uh, their history, but I might feel more comfortable with a Latino or something family that's telling me particular things just because I don't know the culture as much I don't know whatever and so especially with as racially um heated all sides are not to say everyone's racist but every you know everything has its <laughs> polarity um it is just a fact of life that someone from a white community would have more influence in the white community that's just facts like it's you're gonna feel more comfortable if you're a white individual to receive like a um a conversation about race than a black person's gonna tell you like and, and you're gonna believe it it's just it is what it is and the same thing goes like you know so, so that's why i say like i'm not trying to get into this level 
of stuff, but I'm just saying we have, um, so if you're someone that really wants to tell Uncle Craig, maybe Uncle Craig's past the point of no return of like, maybe you just need to like wash your hands and, and um, wash your hands of whatever of, of his outcome. And that's oftentimes what the lesson is. But if you're trying to have a conversation with your community or your friend, maybe you have a friend that just says, uh, you know, kind of racially provocative things or provocative things as a whole that are kind of offensive but like or cool in 2004 stand-up shows maybe you need to be the one to have the conversation because someone else on the other side of the aisle that may not really resonate with that person or may just be like oh yeah people are overreacting you are the leader in that community or your friend is the leader in that community in which you know or whatever maybe we're the dynamic of that situation I hope this makes sense the dynamic of <laughs> that situation is um you know shifted so that you may have to be the the leader of that but also understanding in every situation things are going to flow and things are going to shift and so to not be so committed to um what the the tr the the title is um and then what goes along with that too, I think that now with hustle culture being kind of like, hustle culture kind of being like um, people in the United States, especially younger people feeling like, yeah, they're like, oh God, I'm just fucking sick of this. I'm tired. I'm burnt out. Like, what do we do from here? Because it's not like we stopped, you know, we have a, a situation that has allowed us to stop our work, right? Like, what does that look like moving forward? I think it would be really um, beautiful if you or myself, you know, created community, whether it was in our family, our um, friends, our immediate, you know, circles or dropping off our kids at school or whatever, where we, you know, <laughs> we grew in community rather than kind of separating ourselves. It's really important for us to continue to grow and understand each other. Um, because I'm going to tell you what, whatever uh, is happening higher than the immediate community level is not vibing. Like, is not it. Um, she ain't it. <laughs> it's not the one. Um, and I think we have to kind of own power within ourselves and, um, you know, stop looking for the next person to do uh, the thing. Whether it's like, I, I found myself like, I found myself being so bummed about the world like I was doing some plant medicines and there was just such an urgency for connecting and um re-nourishing the soil like that was my message that I received and it was so strongly and then you know months later I found myself being upset that people don't recycle and then I was like oh I'm <laughs> and then like the reality hit me that it was like oh I'm being too lazy to recycle also so I am part of the problem there is a responsibility that I have as a leader of my house um so it's like you know we have to think about the invent we have to take the inventory and so now like plastic everything is being washed in my house just because it's not like it's I'm on a pedestal of any type but it's like I held myself um accountable to the responsibility of that little piece of my me you know um, same thing goes with like not buying a bunch of things and, and then just kind of leaving them my house to just fucking whatever or not putting my money 
in two places that I know don't support, you know, climate change or whatever. Like, shit like that is, like, very, very important. I'm not saying I'm fucking perfect, but I'm saying we all have a, we all might be a small drop in the ocean, but the ocean is made up of small drops, you know? Um, and leadership starts starts internally from <laughs> taking the inventory of what am I being responsible for? What is real like what am I really being pulled towards and is that different than what I'm doing currently Oof. <laughs> it's hard because seeing the consciousness of this own culture I, I mean I don't know where the end is I don't know meaning I don't know how it shifts or, or and I think we're all kind of pulling towards we think that there's a particular way that this is like going to massively shift and I don't necessarily know if that's something I want to be a part of in terms of like on this land I don't think this land in the United States is particularly blessed land uh, but that it's just straight up um, and I keep feeling it and experiencing it and it's just like the echoes of the spell that many 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 people and I will tell you uh, many people have created and I, I will say like my family is part of that <laughs> I don't feel like I have a white side I'm gonna tell you what I'm all for POC and everything but I'm not gonna ignore the fact that my family straight up like one of the sides of my family um, not an entire side but one of the one of the sides it's like dad's dad side mom's mom's side one of those um straight up came over on the fucking mayflower i didn't fucking do that but i know <laughs> the energy is echoed through in my lineage like there are certain things that i may have to take responsibility for especially if i am doing shadow work if i especially if i'm doing lineage work i have to acknowledge that not only was i repressed on particular sides I did or, or oppressed I was um doing the oppressive actions and there are energetic implications of that and traumatic implications of that and I think me as a partially white person <laughs> um it's and partially directly responsible for some of that stuff I think um for me to heal some of those things I may have to depart from the land I may have to take responsibility and continue to love the land and continue to you know um, fill up the cup from the other side and I think it's really important for anyone that has a white descent or uh, in the United States or uh, I know I've gone over like a million topics in this just one episode but I think it's all very connected and um, I think as someone that me personally have this white descent, I, or white kind of lineage, it's very important for me to also take responsibility of my, the land that I live in and also, you know, um, cure and heal any kind of traumatic bonds that I have on the lineage side because there's so much of that too. Now I'm seeing like, and this is not a karmic thing, but I see the other side of my family being in a part of an oppressive situation and so it's just this like personally I'm sharing with you it's just this duality of like I'm healing on one side <laughs> or I'm trying to make my my lineage heal or I'm trying to make my earth heal or my try but I have to take an inventory of that responsibility and then it we go back to what we were talking about in the beginning where it's like I'm fucking tired <laughs> so I don't know if this episode has a particular 
like ending point where it's like and then you can you know you can never no 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 whatever and this is your solution but i think um it's really important for us to acknowledge that we may not know everything but we can do what we can right now right we can you know maybe we have a mental health issue in relationship to our body maybe that body thing reflected some kind of body image issues that mom had or grandma had or great grandma had or whatever this whatever your responsibility is to look and say have I been taking care of my body have I been looking in the mirror and loving her have I been um have I been um or have I been kind of detached and removed from my body and looking at her and being like oh gross like ew and like or faking that that self-love that you have yourself I think the inventory that we have when it comes to our uh maybe we want to be more spiritual and this I talk about discipline all the time dude I talk about discipline all the time and maybe we want to be more spiritual but the only way that we'll do that is if we are (laughs) healed immediately by someone else do you see all the points of non um like not taking responsibility where it's like you know i want to be healed right okay so you already know you're bypassing so point one you want to be healed right you already are bypassing the awareness and acknowledgement like immediately healed right i'm saying immediately but you're already bypassing the element of personal responsibility and the willingness to look at your own shadow and demons and fucked up shit or um weird fears or phobias you're, you're unwilling to do the work right and then you say i want to be healed by someone else right someone else okay there's nothing wrong and i'm very much an advocate for being taken by the hand by someone that understands what they do i mean i wouldn't have any kind of income whatsoever if that weren't the case right like i think it's very important to um seek um and if you're a leader be 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 seen by community in order to amplify an intention amplify and uh, teachings have been a thing teachings for healing have been a thing forever um but to be healed immediately by someone else without looking at the stuff you're you're um deferring your responsibility onto others and then on top of it you start to build an anxiety and and an aversion for the truth the the truth within yourself you're looking for all this truth everywhere holy shit this is a ted talk we're looking for all the truth everywhere but and we're assuming that every you know in our echo chamber of whatever i assume sometimes that zen and um yogic principles are the end-all be-all to everything and then I have to step back and be like listen the universe is vast and these are concepts <laughs> that we have formulated based on you know concepts <laughs> that we have formulated um in symbology of language or whatever and and they can't even grasp some of the the depths of some of these concepts or whatever right practices energies or whatever and then we get crippled by anxiety um, because we are not taking things on as we need to right in the present moment um, which is the whole like I wouldn't be here unless that were the case unless you know me personally were able to take responsibility for a you know sitting down and saying okay whatever the stream of consciousness that needs to come out in this moment I'm going to let come out and then you know Does this make sense? 
I needed a second just to to exist here and just breathe um, because there's just this it becomes so overwhelming if we are not honest with ourselves about what we need in this moment who we might be in this moment because it's ever changing you will never be the same person twice um, moment to moment you will never be the same person twice um, but taking personal responsibility for your own stuff and, and I'm saying personal responsibility not like everything is action based I'm saying personal responsibility for taking the inventory of yourself and understanding what you need in this current moment and then either taking the masculine route and taking action and reaching out to people or supporting people taking the stage um, doing the things that are fearful being vulnerable or the feminine side which is breathing taking a breath um, supporting yourself, asking for help. Um, you know, you've got 10 things on the task list. Maybe you only finish three because you really just need the time to decompress. Maybe you're reading a book. Maybe taking care of your, you know, your body or your needs or whatever. Understanding where you lie in those. And so I have talked um, pretty, pretty deeply about the masculine and the feminine and what those things represent i'm not just saying this is all masculine take responsibility and do your taxes that's not what i'm saying i'm saying take responsibility and be aware of what your body is pulling you towards because we're not getting a lot we're not getting a lot of support from above um meaning like above like structurally in this especially in this country so it's like what do we need to what kind of action do we need to take and and how does that then pull into leadership of our community of ourselves of our families uh, or support of ourselves our families um our our neighbors our whatever because if like i don't know in such a divisive time we have to be aware that the healing happens on a community basis and um especially in the country in the world that is the most um, gung-ho about in being individual and having our own individual rights and then we're not connecting with community on top of it we are completely countering the uh, the thing inside of us as human animals um, that allows us to feel empathy and and truly like survive and connect with each other so we also have to be aware of all of those things <laughs> um, so we went from leadership we went from personal responsibility and um, the situation in our world and taking personal responsibility for our genetic stuff even though it sucks sometimes even though it's really hard but it's never going to go away none of these responsibilities meaning like taking time for yourself or um, responsibility for your mental health which is taking a break or taking responsibility for your boundaries which is telling people no I'm not going to go out or no I'm not going to go out with that guy or no I'm not going to I'm not going to feed into your bullshit. I'm not going to feed into whatever. Um, taking those responsibilities and sticking to them is taking care of yourself and taking responsibility for your own existence. Um, and in a world that is so much about control, um, other people controlling other people, whether it, whatever fucking reason, um, it's really important to create community and also take responsibility and the control of your own circumstances to a certain extent um to your own responsibility and then letting kind of the universe drive you if that's what you feel guided towards is feeling kind of the flow 
Holy crap. This was uh, welcome to my TED talk. Thanks. I appreciate it so much. It's so fun. Um, I think this is where we're going to conclude today's episode only because there's just so much that's coming out of my face right now. And um, I want to continue sharing this, but I want to know your opinion as of this moment. So if you resonate with this episode, if you feel really connected, um, if you want to you know brainstorm ideas for what you could do in your community please share it with me my instagram is keely meta xo if you are interested in this podcast whatsoever please please subscribe and share with others um and if you felt so pulled to during this episode feel free to rate the podcast on whatever platform and share a review and tell me or others what really warms your heart about this this podcast now, I love you. My gratitude goes out to you. I appreciate you for just considering, you know, this view of consciousness that came out today, This none of which was planned. And um, thank you so much for joining me. My name is Keely Meta, and I will see you in the next one.